Welcome to Too Many Podcasts, the podcast about podcasts. Now, podcasting from the Sherpa Chalet on Mount Podcastia, he's your host, Jim, the podcast Sherpa. Hey there, all you rebels, and welcome to another episode of Too Many Podcasts. This is Jim, the podcast Sherpa. And as you can tell, I probably sound lousy, but that's okay, you know. Sometimes you get a cold and you sound a little funny on the mic, so we'll live with it for for this week or maybe a couple more episodes. We'll see how it goes. We are barreling down towards the finale of Season 2. We've got a whole bunch of new episodes coming up. I really wanted to take a moment to acknowledge a guy named Stephen Joyner. Stephen is a publicist from Los Angeles, and he helped me get a whole bunch of guests for the show. And he got me five guests in the course of an hour. I am not kidding you. This man is a force of nature. And a, and a heck of a nice guy, too. So, I, Stephen, this one's for you, buddy. I really appreciate all your help because I know it's always hard to get guests for podcasts. And you just banged it out of the park like it was not a problem at all. So, anyway, here we are for another week of our show. And I can hear the disappointment in your ears when I'm going to tell you that, alas, Rebels, it is not a theme week. That's true. It's true. It's not a theme week this week. I'm not playing around. But let's just play the song anyway. It's theme week. It's theme week. It's theme week. Maybe not a theme, but we've got a really great guest this week. Who's our guest today, Sherpa? This week's guest is a guy named Jeremy Sellers. And along with his friend Daniel Overton, they host a podcast called Think Like a Man. Now, it's funny because I think topic-wise, Think Like a Man is almost the opposite of too many podcasts. Not like we're Think Like a Woman, but <laughs> but some of the stuff that they like to talk about. And that's okay because yeah, I know, I've always said, if this podcast isn't your cup of tea, then there's always other podcasts for you to listen to. And I strongly encourage you to check out a lot of different shows that are out there in podcasting. You know, it's not just me. I accept that. I don't have a problem with that. But Jeremy was a really great guy to talk to. I had a really enjoyable chat. So we will get down to hearing what he had to say in the conference room at the Sherpa Chalet right after reminding you that today's podcast is being brought to you by Audible. And you can get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash Sherpa. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. All right, so let's get down to the listening room at the Sherpa Chalet and check out my conversation with Jeremy Sellers. Hey, Rebels, how's it going? Today, my guest is a guy named... Jeremy Sellers and Jeremy and his co-host Daniel host a podcast called Think Like a Man. And these guys are nice down south with really cool southern accents, got a very laid back delivery. But they talk about all sorts of stuff that you would imagine. They talk about, I think, all the topics that too many podcasts doesn't talk about. So they're a perfect complement to this show. Let me introduce you all to Mr. Jeremy Sellers. Hey, Jeremy, how's it going? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well, thanks. Got a little bit of a cough, so I tried to, I'm trying to keep the uh, hacking to a minimum, and I'm wondering like, if my, my voice is sounding much deeper, and like, if I had a British accent, would it be like the BBC? But you could be Jeremy from the Tenor BBC. 
Right. You, you, you'd be starting to sound like Barry White here before That's long. right. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, before I get into uh, my disco medley, why don't uh, you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Okay. Uh, like you said, my name's Jeremy Sellers. Um, myself and my co-host Daniel both live in East Tennessee. The uh, if anybody's familiar with the Knoxville area, we're about 45 minutes uh, east of Knoxville, going towards the mountains. Daniel is actually a full-time youth pastor, and I own a construction company that we. Uh, pretty much focus on kitchen and bathroom remodels. For several years, the idea of a podcast has kind of rambled around in my head. It was something that, that, that I was just kind of thinking about. You know, I didn't know if I, if I wanted to pursue it or not. One of the main reasons was I was, I was fairly intimidated by the idea. Daniel's got a running joke with us around here that he wants to do a uh, segment on every show called Jeremy versus technology because I'm so, um, <laughs> I struggle with it so much sometimes. And, you know, he just gets a kick out of it. So any, so anyway, we, uh, that, that was the intimidation of, of even doing one. And I, you know, been told all my life that I, I had a voice for radio and, and I could talk the paint off the wall. God gave me the gift of gab. That's for sure. So it's something that would actually come pretty natural to me. But Daniel tried it with another guy a couple of years ago, and they it just kind of floundered. The problem was the the guy that he did it that he tried it with. They just had some problems with dependability. Uh, we'll 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 just leave it at that. And so it just kind of died. And so as I'm thinking about doing this and the possibility of pursuing it, I thought, well, I'll. You know, I'm, I've known Daniel for 10 or 11, 12 years. I've lost track of time. And so I'll just see if he'd be interested in starting this thing again. And um, so he, 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 was, he wanted to do it, and which uh, alleviated my stress about trying to worry about how to do the technological part of it. Uh, is that even a word, technological? I don't think so. Techno <laughs> Something like that. Technology. Yeah, it's, 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 it's somewhere around there. So he, he's, he's good at that. And, and so uh, where he's a little more introverted and I'm a little more extrovert, well, not a little more, I'm a lot more extroverted, pick up on that side where he's good on the other side as far as the editing and knowing how to go where to get stuff done. We decided to give it a go and uh, we started last fall. And so far it's done very well. Um, I've been pleasantly surprised I, I, with with having no experience in it and, and no, no kind of um, litmus test, so to speak. I, I, I didn't, I, I had no idea what was going to be good or bad or, you know, I couldn't tell if we were, we sucked or we were doing good. And so I'm starting to talk to people and figuring out that, you know, we, we've actually are, we actually are doing pretty well. So that, that's, that's us in a nutshell. And uh, I'm, I'm about 10 years older than him. I'm getting close to 50, so I made a comment in our first podcast. I think that this was my retirement plan. Um, I don't, I don't want to be con do construction stuff, you know, when I'm 70. And uh, I, another thing about me that uh, also kind of factored into this decision, it's a little more serious. About nine years ago, I think right when I was 40, uh, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. And uh, that was a life changer for me. And um, 
it, it, it changed a lot of things in my life. And so the thought of, we do a lot of tile work and that kind of thing. So the, it, 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 where, once that showed up in my life, being down on my hands and knees on the floor and all that kind of stuff, or it's just not as easy to do anymore. And a lot of people confuse rheumatoid arthritis with just regular old arthritis. And it's a completely different animal. It's actually an autoimmune and I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. So, so kind of in the back of my mind through this was like, hey, you know what, if I can get the podcast off the ground and it can be successful and something that is, you know, making some money and enough to, you know, do what we need to do, then even, even if I have a day that I just feel bad, I can still sit behind a microphone and talk. It's not physical. So that was something else that kind of factored into me uh, going ahead and pursuing this dream of mine. That's really great. And, you know, you guys are definitely making a lot of progress with it. We were uh, saying earlier that it's great how you guys like to mix up the topics from week to week. We do. One of the things, somebody real quick after we got started asked me, I don't know that they used what they use the word business model. You know, what is your business model? But it was something along, it was something along that line. The, the idea was, you know, basically what's the show going to be about? I couldn't even answer that question right then. I, it was kind of like I, I knew in my heart what I wanted it to be, but I, I couldn't put it into words for, for whatever reason. I just, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it and figured out down the road was what I, didn't want was the same show week after week after week. I'm going to get bored with that. And I know people who are listening to us are going to get bored with that quicker than I will. So what we wanted was something that changed weekly. Uh, one week, we, we, it might be sports related. The next week, it might be, I mean, we've got some people coming on uh, in the future that are authors. We've had law enforcement on. We've got more law enforcement coming on. We, we've had, we had the uh, runner-up to Miss USA on uh, as a guest. So it, it is called Think Like a Man, but the it fit what Daniel and I were trying to do and us. But it, But the topics definitely are not all man-centered. Uh, we were both big sports guys, sports fans, and, uh, and that kind of thing. So there's there's some of that in there. But we just wanted it changing every week. So uh, like I said earlier when you and I were talking, Jim, was I um, wanted it to be good enough that even if it wasn't a topic that you just loved, we did a good enough job that you hung around and listened to the whole episode and we're intrigued to see, I wonder what they're going to come up with next week. I think that's the main goal and what we're doing. And it, it is an interview type show for the most part. But like I said, told you earlier also, I've tried very hard for it not to be rigid and, and structured. We, we have, and, uh, which is kind of funny because that goes completely opposite of my normal life. <laughs> I'm, I'm very rigid and very structured. Uh, my wife tells me all the time, I've got to learn how to roll with changes. And I just don't do it very well, especially in my business. If I think it's, you know, we're going to go step one, step two, step three, and we go step one, step three, that just screws my whole day up. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good with that, but it's, but I wanted the complete opposite for the, for the podcast. And uh, so when we sit down and we talk to somebody, I wanted, we wanted it to be natural conversation. And uh, like I, I mentioned to you just a few minutes ago, the 
you don't sit down when you with somebody when you meet them for the first time in the living room and at a party or whatever and you have a list of bullet notes bullet points in your hand that's not how you carry on a conversation you just start the conversation and it goes wherever it naturally goes so that's what we have tried to do with this and i think at this point in time we're we're actually accomplishing that pretty pretty well. I'm pleased with it, and like I told you, you know, every week we get a little better. I'm, I'm trying to. I, I, I've listened to our podcast, and you know, every week, how many times I say "uh" is dropping. So <laughs> that's good. My wife accused me of multitasking. She said, "I can tell when you're doing something. You're doing. Th- you're not talking. You you say uh all the time." I said, "I promise you, I'm not. I'm just." I'm I'm just thinking about what's the next thing that's coming coming to my brain to say, and they, and I'm getting better at just keeping the flow of what's going on because, you know, Daniel's kind of he's kind of he's he's good with kind of I don't want he's not behind the scenes he's a he's right here with me but I definitely am the one that's out front getting the ball rolling so it's been we've we've both had to learn a lot in this and and I think every week both of us get better at it. It's definitely a journey with podcasts. Like you said, you have to learn to be adaptable. And uh, I've noticed you, with your shows, you, you guys definitely, I mean, you're, you're two gentlemen, no, no question about it, but you, you guys are not shy with your opinions, though. No, <laughs> no, uh, we are not. And um, one of the things that frustrates me in today's world is you cannot have a different opinion from somebody else and still stay friends. That's not how I live my life. And you, me and somebody can sit down and we may not see eye to eye on topic A. I don't see why we cannot still be friends. It's, it's okay to be different. It's okay for you to have a different thought than I. And it's okay for me, to, for mine to differ from yours. And it doesn't mean that you got to walk away hating each other or, or cussing each other or whatever. I think that is just crazy. And then, and, and that's just started in the past 10 years or so, I think, where, where all of a sudden you can't say anything anymore without somebody getting their underwear in a wad. And I mean, I, I'm okay if you want to get your underwear in a wad, and that is a southern saying. I don't know if y'all say that up north. Um, I'm okay if you want to do that. Just get it out of a wad and let's shake hands and, and be cordial when it's done and, and go on with life. But w- my wife has accused me. We've been married for 20 years, and she, she said, I have absolutely no filter. If I think it, it and, and, and that can be taken the wrong way. One, one of the things that we hear from people uh, about our podcast, one of the things that we do not do is our podcast is not nasty. Our podcast, um, we don't use bad language, anything like that, because that is not who we are. And we get a lot of comments back from people that just say how much they appreciate that because they can put it on. Their wife can be in the car. Their kids can be in the car. um, And they don't have to worry about us, somebody dropping the F-bomb or, you know, saying something that's off color that's going to embarrass them or anything like that. So we, we, it's not. I almost said we've tried hard not to do that. That that would not be true because it's we haven't had to try not to do that because that's not who we are. Right. But so when I say I don't have a filter, I don't mean it as I don't have a filter. I'm about to cuss a blue streak. That's not what I mean. It just means I got my opinion and I'll tell you about it. The only time in my life that that bit me bad was uh, I spent two years in law enforcement and it was actually 
I've had my, my construction company six years background in my, most of my adult life was in the building industry. But when the economy crashed, it sent all of us looking for something else to do and something that I wanted to do, had always thought I wanted to do was law enforcement. So I went and got a job with our local sheriff's department and spent two years doing that. And I did not care for our sheriff. And when it came time for election, I didn't stand on the corner and badmouth the guy. He was my boss. But if you and I were sitting down and having supper and you said, hey, I'm thinking about who I vote going to vote for, what do you, what do you think I should do? Well, I'm going to tell you what I think. And that ended up costing me my job. So um, that's how the construction company was born. Uh, the sheriff told me one day he was taking me off the road and putting me back in the jail. And I said, no, you're not. You can have all my stuff. You, you act like I don't have anything else I can do. So here's all my, here's my gun. Here's everything. I'll go to the house and figure something else out. And that's how my construction company was born. You know, we are not afraid to share our opinion. That's for sure. Yeah, it's funny that you bring up your, your past in law enforcement. You, you mentioned in your debut episode that you were an animal control deputy. I was. Um, we, the, the county that we live in, um, the way, what I used to tell people that what, if you ever watched uh, any of the, um, the uh, ASPCA shows, um, for a while there was a lot of those animal shows on. I used to tell people I was the animal cop. So I was a you know sworn deputy and carried a gun and had rights and uh, you know we did the same thing. But my main focus though was on the animal side of it. So Jefferson County, where we live, is a rural county. You know I would handle your regular dog and cat stuff and all the way up to livestock and and that kind of thing and animal cruelties and neglects and you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, we were a very busy department. Um, like I said, being for some reason, uh, in East Tennessee, everybody thinks they don't need one dog. They need five dogs and they may not be able to feed and clothe their kid, but they're going to have those five dogs. So it was a constant battle with, uh, making sure the animals were taken care of and handling the ones that didn't. And, you know, I, 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 every now and then I have a thought that crosses my mind. I still have a warrant out for a guy that's in, last time I heard, he was in Florida somewhere, that if he ever comes back to the state um, and he gets picked up, that warrant's going to show up and I'm going to end up back in court <laughs> over an animal <laughs> cruelty charge. So I just hope it's not too far down the road. I'll forget everything I, I did during that during that time. But, you know, I enjoyed, I, I'm a veteran. I was, in, I was in the Air Force from 89 to 93. And I think my draw to law enforcement, other than it was something I really thought I wanted to do, but ever since I got out of the Air Force, I missed the camaraderie that comes with being in a branch of service. And the only place I felt like I could get that again was in law enforcement. I don't, I haven't missed that job one day. I saw some awful nasty stuff dealt with some real turds of society. And I don't miss that at all. I do miss the men and women that I worked with. And, um, but, you know, once I left, I left for good and, and I've not turned, I've not looked back at, uh, at that. And I'm, I'm headed in a completely different direction now, but I got some good stories, uh, for sure on that, <laughs> some stuff that I had to deal with while I was there. Do you want to share one of the stories with us? Uh, sure. One day I was, uh, the first one that comes to mind, I, uh, was on duty one day and dispatch called on, you know, call, called me on the radio and, and, um, 
I've, I, you know, I had a computer and everything inside my vehicle and they give me the address and said, you need, this is where you're, you need to go. There's been, uh, the lady down there has had a, um, some kangaroos killed and I responded like I'm supposed to. And the whole time I'm thinking kangaroos, who in the world in Jefferson County has kangaroos. And I'm thinking, I've heard her wrong. And so I look over at my screen. I'm turned and headed to where I needed to go. And I look at my screen. It's like, no, she typed out kangaroo. So I, <laughs> apparently I heard her right. So I get to this job or I get to this house and um, I pull up in the driveway and I go to the door and the lady answers the door and she's frantic. And I was like, just calm down a minute. Tell me, tell me what's going on. And uh, she said, just follow me. And so we, I follow her around and I could tell behind her house, she had this the big area that was fenced in and there was a six foot fence, six foot tall fence. And then there was a, about a foot space. And then there was a five foot fence inside of that. So you had two fences right there within a foot of each other. And we go walking around and we get to the gate and we walk in and I, and there's bodies everywhere. And I'm like, what in the world has happened? And right in the middle of them is a 60, 65 pound pit bull. She had about eight kangaroos inside this fence. And somehow that pit bull was able to navigate and get over both of those fences and into that backyard early that morning and killed every kangaroo that she had. Now, she wakes up that morning in her bedroom window, if she moves her curtains, she looks right into this area and that's what that was her that was her normal routine she'd get up open the curtains check on all the kangaroos when she looks out there there's that pit bull standing in the middle of that enclosed area and all the kangaroos are laying there dead she runs out the door this was the part that amazed me if anybody's any is familiar at all with firearms or how to shoot or anything like that she runs out the door she had, keeps a 410 shotgun by the door grabs it on the run runs through the same gate that her and I ran in. And when she came in, the dog came towards her. And I promise you, she hit that dog right between the eyes with a shot and dropped him right there. And I told her, I said, I'm sorry for your loss, but I am really impressed with that shot. <laughs> you, you, hit a, you hit a moving target right between the eyes under a really stressful situation. That's pretty good. So anyway, the uh, monetary value was about $20,000 worth of kangaroos that were just gone because of somebody's negligence. They thought it was okay just to let the dog run. Uh, we never found the owner of the dog. Um, and so she was, it was just, uh, there was absolutely nothing we could do at that point. She just out and a couple of the mamas had babies and, and she was able to find them. They were laying in the grass out there. I think one of them died and one of them survived, but, you know, it was not a very fun situation, but I thought, how many people have been to a kangaroo massacre? <laughs> I don't think I can recall too many in history, Jeremy. <laughs> no, no, that's for sure. So, and that's the only one I've ever been to. All right. So out of everything that you and Daniel do in your show, what, what do you think is the favorite part of your show? The favorite part of the show? Uh, my favorite part, and it's happened a few times, it, it's the same thing, but it would be with different people. It's when you get a guest that has a good sense of humor and can carry on a good conversation because anytime you've been in a situation like that where you have people that kind of feed off of each other it makes the it makes the conversation really good and and when you get people that can throw the one-liner in here and throw a one-liner in there it just it just makes it funny 
And one of the things, and our show is not technically, it's really not about humor. Uh, it's not designed to be a comedic show or anything like that. But our my personality is humors within everything that I do. And so if I've got a guest here that can r respond to me or to Daniel and there's this banter, you know, back and forth, it just, everybody seems to enjoy that. And um, so I, I and, and that's happened a few different times uh, on, on the show and they've all been good. All the shows are good, but some, but some are just, they're just different. It's, you've got different personalities and you've got different topics and we've got some people coming on in the near future that are, you know, the topic is very, it's serious. It's not any, it's not, it's just not something to joke about. And I know my personality and I know that in situations like that, I tend to kind of want to release the, the pressure by throwing something humorous in there. And that's where I've got to be careful because everything's not funny. I'm trying to think how I want to say this, but but we've had a, several guests on that the 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 personalities just clicked, and it just it was just it was just fun. And and that's when I think that's I think that's when I enjoy it the most, and I have the most fun. And it's kind of interesting. I can always tell when we finish. As soon as we hit the stop button on the record, I I know right then if that's going to be a really good show or not. I just just because of what's transpired in the hour before, so that would be my uh, my most favorite thing, I guess, is just good guests that that can conversate well. A lot of your show is built on the chemistry between you and Daniel too. So when you're throwing another person in the mix, you know it changes right. it from week to week as well. Like I, I said earlier, Daniel's got a very quick wit, and uh, and his person his sense of humor is very dry, and I always appreciate that but I, I tend to even in real life i tend to gravitate towards people that have that kind of personality because it, it's funny to me if you're if you're quick up, off the cuff with a a comment or something that like that i just um it's i'm really it's kind of funny as much as i talk about humor and everything i really don't laugh that much my my i said my mom my wife's like you know you never laugh well i do laugh but i don't ever really laugh hard i mean really hard laugh and um, that's happened a few times on this podcast, which is good for me. Back in the back during Christmas, we did a Christmas episode, and Daniel came up with the idea to have a to do a game. And at that time, we had a girl that was uh, kind of here helping out and part of a few shows. And he came up with this idea to do a game. And what we what he did was he had um, six uh, Christmas carols, the the lyrics to six Christmas carols, and we all took we all drew two two of them so you didn't know what you were going to get when it came time to do the game he picked rap music <laughs> and we had to rap the christmas song to the uh to the to the rap music whatever he picked and they you're talking about three honkies now who've got no rhythm no rap no my i've got a, gr a grown daughter who said that was the hardest she laughed in a long time and I, and I laughed hard on that one because it was just, it was comical because there's, we're all very white. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> a big portion of your show is you, you guys definitely have that Southern vibe going through your show. Oh, definitely. Um, I was, I was born in Atlanta, moved to Knoxville when I was about four and was, and stayed in Knoxville until I left the air force and was gone about five and a half years and came back. And I've been here ever since. Daniel's never left. He he was born here and and he's he's he still lived here. And 
you know, there's something to be, I know you live in Long Island, but uh, nobody ever says they're retiring and moving up north. Everybody <laughs> retires and moves south. And there's, there's there's several reasons for that. So one of them would just be a milder winters. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're proud of, uh, now we're not redneck and we're not, you know, prejudiced. That's, that's a stereotype, I think, that gets stuck on a lot of Southerners uh, hmm. because we sound the way we do. You're you're talking to the least prejudiced person on the face of this earth. I've got a great friend, and he's been on the podcast um, named Diarco, who actually works for me part time, and I love him to death. I think we get stereotyped to just redneck hillbillies who can't put three words together in a complete sentence and are racist. That's the furthest thing from who we are. And but but we're but we're proud of where we're at. You know, we 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 love it down here. And um, like I said, nobody retires and moves up north. <laughs> and like you said, for very good reason too. <laughs> exactly. What podcasts do you like to listen to when you're not working on your show? I I'll tell you the one that I love, and that's Shaquille O'Neal. And I love it for the humor. Now they can get a little salty sometimes, and I just kind of let it go. But Shaq is one of the funniest people on the face of this earth. He's one that has a dry, quick, quick witted sense of humor. And that's what attracts me to him and the, the guys that he's got in there with him. And they do some of the funniest games. And what I like about this is the world we live in now, everything can, I don't want to say everything, but a lot of things are race driven. And everybody is that person saying this about that person. And, and, and it's half of it's not even true. It wasn't ever said, but what I love about this show is you got Shaq and you got um, another gentleman in there. Both of them are black and you've got two white guys and they are, listen, black people are funny. White people are funny. White people do stupid stuff. Black people do stupid stuff and they can see the humor in that and they, and nobody gets their underwear in a wad. One of the games they play is black crime or white crime. And it's literally exactly what you think. They tell a story and they guess whether it was a black guy or a white guy that did it. It is comical. <laughs> and I thought, you know, that's the way it should be. I mean, there's idiots and, and there's idiots in all race. Just take it for what it is and just roll on, roll on with it. I like that podcast. I like, I like um, Mike Rose because I like storytelling and that's what he does. And I enjoy listening to him. The way that I heard um, it. Yep, the way that I heard it mm -hmm. uh, is is a good one. There's another one that the, I'm drawing a blank on the name. It's actually two ladies, and they it's crime stories, and it's some of them are unsolved, and some of them were solved, and and they're very good at at telling the story about what happened. We we've started doing a little bit of that on a um, another um, area of the podcast. We're doing a little mini series. And the very first one we did was uh, on obscure serial killers. Uh, I told Daniel, we got to digging into that. And I was like, dude, I don't want to hang out here too long. This, this, these guys are freaks and I don't really don't want to know all the things they did, but it made, it made five good episodes. So but th those are the ones that I listen to on a regular basis and, and, and owning the company that I do, I, I get a lot of windshield time. So I'm driving from the job to get materials or whatever, or see, going to see another job or whatever I need to be doing. And so I get a lot of time in the truck. And, and so uh, I'm probably blessed in that area that I can listen to more than a lot of people do. We have a portion of the show and it's called Shameless Self-Promotion. Shameless Self-Promotion. And Okay. 
<laughs> and this is where you can tell our listeners where they can get in touch with you if they want to follow you on social media or a little bit about your show and when your show comes out, if you can spill that information for our rebels out there. Uh, this is Jeremy Sellers with Think Like a Man podcast. You can hear us on all your podcast platforms, Apple, um, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. I'll just keep on going, SoundCloud. Uh, any any of those you can find us on. You can also find us on Patreon, which is where we do the mini series. If you're interested in that, you can find us on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. I, I, I love to get emails and, and hear what people are saying. You can reach us at think lam twenty nineteen at gmail dot com. There you have it, Mister Jeremy Sellers. And the podcast, like he said, is Think Like a Man. And he's with Daniel. We we have to make up a story as to where we think Daniel might be today. <laughs> what do you, you want to take a shot at this one, Jeremy? If, if I'm going to take a shot, I'm going to say he's on his couch playing Call of Duty with a couple of his buddies on there the you Xbox. Go. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Okay, Daniel, put the game down and pay attention to the podcast. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, That's Jeremy. Right. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. And now it's time for Sherpa Suggestions. On last week's Sherpa Suggestions, I covered the most popular podcasts of 2019. For this week, I figured what I would do is the most popular new podcasts of 2019. And uh-oh, too many podcasts isn't there, and neither is the Expert Factory. Make sure you're listening and post a review so people can hear about it, okay? So we have The Vile Files, which is a relationship podcast. Chelsea Handler, Life Will Be the Death of Me. 22 Hours, An American Nightmare. By the way, a lot of these are true crime podcasts, and some are works of fiction as well. Room 20, which is a work of fiction. Through Line, On Purpose, with Jay Shetty, Against the Rules, with Michael Lewis, which is about fairness, the Chernobyl podcast, which has to do with the Chernobyl TV show that was on Homebox Office, Jensen and Holes, The Murder Squad, The Thing About Pam, Mobituaries with Mo Rocca, which is a tribute to things that have passed away, and it's very funny, 1619, which is about pre-slavery America, White Lies, Stupid Genius with Emma Chamberlain, which is when Emma gets three chances to answer questions and Emma is a big YouTube sensation. Blackout. We have Culpable. Fill in the Blanks, which is Dr. Phil. The Clearing. The Ron Burgundy Podcast, which is one of my personal favorites. And rounding out, we have six more true crime podcasts. We have Man in the Window, The Golden State Killer, Root of Evil, The True Story of the Black Dahlia, To Live and Die in L.A., The Shrink Next Door, which is a work of fiction, Over My Dead Body, and The Dropout, which is the story about Elizabeth Holmes and the Theranos Company, which was an ABC 2020 special. So that's it for the best of 2019. And I know right now you're probably focused on 2020 anyway. Hey, make sure when you write that check you're using the right year. A 
special thanks to Jeremy Sellers for coming on down to the Chirper Chalet. And make sure you check out his and his buddy Daniel's podcast, Think Like a Man, wherever you hear your podcasts. Thank you so much for coming down to the Chirper Chalet and checking out Too Many Podcasts. This has been your buddy, Jim the Podcast Chirper, and you can get in touch with us with one word, Sherpolution. If you want to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, just enter that word, Sherpolution, S-H-E-R-P-A-L-U-T-I-O-N, and you can see what's going on on the social media field. And also, you can check out our website, which is now Sherpolution.com. It's really cool because when you go to the site, you'll see pictures of the podcasts. And if you click on either picture, you will see a player that has all the episodes. So if you want to catch up on previous episodes, they're all there for you. Also, there's a little tiny menu in the upper right-hand corner. And that has... I'm holding my hand up like you can see that, right? (laughs) So there's a little tiny menu in the upper right-hand corner. And it is also a section called the Sherpa Sheet Collection. And we all know what the Sherpa Sheet is, right? It's our show notes. And those show notes list a lot of other podcasts that may have to do with the topic that we dealt with that week and recommendations of other podcasts that you can check out. And let me know what you think, okay? Also in that website, there's a contact screen. And if you click on it, you can send me an email right from the website and it will go to jimthepodcastsherpa at gmail.com in case you want to just email me from your computer. Let me know what you think of the website, okay? And, you know, if you have any suggestions that might make it a little bit better, let me know. I'd really be interested in hearing what you have to say. Like I said, we've got a whole bunch of episodes coming up that I will be recording in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be really busy. I'm not sure which one is going to be next week's episode, but either way, Thanks to Stephen Joyner. It's going to be a great one because I will be talking to all sorts of people within the next couple of weeks. There were some people that I found. There's some people that Stephen found for me. I'm going to be a busy sharper man. I'm just going to go and rest my voice. Mr. Bruce, you've got the better voice anyway. Could you please show people the door? See you next time. Bye. Viva la Sharpalution. Thanks for listening to Too Many Podcasts. Please disperse. You can go home now. I said you can go home now. Viva la Chapalition. Viva la Chapalition. <coughs> oh. Yell, come back now, you hear? <laughs>